Today is March 16th, 2018. This is episode 72 of Maelstrom Radio. Maelstrom Radio. With your hosts, Flatus and Shinder. Welcome everybody to Maelstrom Radio. My name is Flatus. With me, this host likes D's and B's. It's Shin. No? Uh, all right. You don't you don't like D's and B's? Eh. Donuts in boxes. I mean, I have a whole plate of cookies in the other room, so you, you like C's and P's. <laughs> Not gonna answer this. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, uh, welcome to Maelstrom Radio. If you've never been to the show before, welcome. If you have been to the show, I'm sorry. <laughs> yep, yep, that's, yep. Alright, it's about right. We, <laughs> well, uh, let's, we got a ton of stuff to talk about, so I'm not going to waste any time here. Uh, let's jump right into the news. The Feast Season 7 has started with patch 4.25, if you've not seen all the little goodies you can get, I would suggest go getting it. Uh, there may be a certain professor's chair that you can get for uh, coming in top gold rank in the feast. And now that feast can have teams, uh, I want to start an Umbra PvP team. So maybe we get on that. Get on that. That would be great. Get on the mix. No? Hey, you can go for an Umbra PvP team. You don't want it? I'm not so sure on this whole PvP thing still. I mean, the team would be better, right? Like, do you think, like, because randomly you can't really, you can't, now you can, like, queue as a a group of people you trust. (laughs) Well, yeah, but the thing is, is that I need a group that I would actually be able to trust, because, you know, as the healer, I am the first one to get focus targeted and everyone kills me. I got you, baby. It's cool. Yeah, that hasn't worked when we've gone into our random groups. I die. That's because of the other people. (laughs) That says our tank. Sure, it's the DPS's fault. It is. I just soaked the damage. I can't do it. (laughs) No, no, I'm pretty sure I was soaking up the damage at that point. Don't judge me. I'm, I'm good at what I do. Well, yes, but you can't control the other people. Our opponents are also good at what they do. And what they do is kill people. I feel very attacked right now. This is not a safe place. <laughs> this has never been a safe place. That's true. Hatching Tide. Speaking of safe places. That's not working. That's not a good segue. Speaking of hatching, I don't know. All right. Anyway, Hatching Tide starts on 320 and it goes to April 2nd. Uh... I want to read the little thing because it actually sounds interesting. It's chilly in chat. I bet you're missing me now. Uh, all right. The season's hatching tide is upon us once more. Crowds of merrymakers descended upon Gridania. So now we know where it's starting. Dreams of decorating eggs dancing in their heads, but more than any other. It is Geely Aliopo's dream, a vision blessed by the 12 Archons, which will chart the course of this year's celebrations. Adventurers are encouraged to attend... Lend a hand in the festivity uh, festival preparations, but who better to handle the unexpected? So I don't know. So far this year, the the uh, the the events have been buenísimo. Just mm, they've been really good this year so far. They have been, but so far that entire description. The only thing that I've taken away from it now is I kind of really want gingerbread. What what? When did I say ginger? <laughs> you didn't, but with the whole visions of thing. 
All right, vision. I got. It. I know where you're from going. Nutcracker Suite. <laughs> yeah. Or not from Nutcracker. Sorry, that's um the night before Christmas. Speaking of optional. <laughs> Optional item, uh, the torn. Speaking of trash. Oh God. Speaking of optional items, uh, optional item torn Manderville uh, attire is now up on the Mog Station. So now you too can look like you just blew yourself up by a bomb trying to solve a mystery. <laughs> I kind of want this. It's 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 almost worth the twelve dollars. I I don't really see the allure. Like we have the butler outfit, we have nice fancy clothes. Why do you want to look like you're a homeless zombie? Why wouldn't you like you just answered all those questions, especially the last one. Why wouldn't you want to look like a homeless zombie? Now my dreams can come true. You have very weird dreams. I listen. I just want to be a hobo. <laughs> drinking, drinking, jumping on trains. I can do that now. There's a train in the game. <laughs> right in the rail. You're not wrong. And, and that. Yeah. All right. Speaking of hobos. Yeah, speaking of, is that just bad segue day? All right, speaking of hobos, Final yeah. Fantasy XIV will be at PAX East. Oh, are you just saying that's where all the hobos are? <laughs> East. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, not unexpected. So, uh, like all the previous years, Final Fantasy XIV goes to PAX, and Final Fantasy XIV will be at PAX East again this year. Uh, attendees to the panel will also receive a mini double-sided poster. You get the Rabinaster on one side and the Final Fantasy Patch 4.2 uh, art on the other. To me, that Rabinaster poster is actually also pretty hot. Also, attendees, if they want to... Try the challenge, the roar, the right, the rage. Form a party of adventurers to tackle Bayaku of the Four Lords in the final <laughs> in a classic Final Fantasy XIV battle challenge. And if you can prove yourself, yes, ye of little faith, random folks, gather your group and see if you too can don the I beat Bayaku shirt. Boy, I wish we yeah, could that's get... gonna be taken a different way when uh, <laughs> look at that one. Uh huh. Uh, is it? Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll leave it there. Yeah. Just... Uh, so, Kane in chat had a, an idea. He, he wants to know if you'd be willing to dye your hair ginger for extra life. Mm-hmm. See, your bear. <laughs> Not with my job, unfortunately. Not that I don't think they'd be against it. I just... just I can't. They have something against gingers? No. Gingers are lovely. I mean, yeah. Gingers, what's wrong? Don't blame. Let's. T- All right. Anyway, community news. Big happy birthday to Sarah Timona of Phoenix Down Radio. He says birthday today. Big birthday boy. Happy birthday, Sarah. Yeah. Happy your name days. All your name days. All your name days here. All your na- they didn't come all at once, hopefully. Well, it, they did if Phoenix, you know, Maelstrom Radio is live on his... Like, it's, see, his birthday is on Maelstrom Radio Day, not on Phoenix Sound Radio Day. Which it's means true. he can eat cake and watch us, which is probably the best way to watch us. Or drunk. Yeah. <laughs> drink is or, or both. You can, you can both have a drink and eat cake at the same time. I have a better option. Depending on how, depending on how many drinks you've had, eating the cake might get really messy, but... It's cake. Can we have rum cake? Because that'll just mm-hmm. two two birds one stem. <laughs> Especially if you do it like Cuban style, where it's just like soaked with rum. <laughs> it's just there's no cake. It's, there's, just, it's just rum. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's stop. Also, on that seriously. note, yeah. happy birthday, Ockmorn, from the whole community. Yeah, happy birthday, Ockmorn. <laughs> happy birthday, wherever she is. Oh, she's gonna kill us. Anyway, let's jump right into tonight's topic because we do have a lot to talk about with this, uh, especially the newest and hottest content. Eureka dropped uh, this week, and Shin and I jumped in to try that old school flavor meets new school style of content mixed in with our our AF gear and our um or getting our our relic gear and relic weapon. And not now, only that, I was gonna say, tied it in with a little bit of an interesting story. So, go ahead, Chin. Yeah, I was just gonna to uh, preface all of this with 
Uh, we've only done a little bit of this content. We've only got to at least I've only got to level three in this. So we aren't terribly far in the actual content itself. Um, most of what we're going to kind of revolve around today is going to be uh, like initial experiences with it, what we see happening, what we've seen uh, from the community and how we kind of see what this is going to mean for Final Fantasy going forward. Not so much what is the current content, what's the meta, what's the end game, how are people behaving in it. Um, by the way, you can get a T-Rex, get a dinosaur. It's good content. You should go do it. Yeah, a lot of glamour in there. Glamours. I heard glamour's end game. Dinosaur. Dinosaurs. And those minions. <laughs> Yo, though, that little the little minion's got the floats and it's got teeth on it on its underside. And the one has like two clubs. Oh yeah, it's got double clubs. I call him clubby. <laughs> I listen the first I have a terrible joke and I can't say it I just I won't will myself to say it I won't like I want to say it but I know there 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 is the you know that like wall of like hate that you know that if you said the thing <laughs> that would yeah, come maybe leave back. that for like post show sure I'll tell you after the show because you'll be like oh no <laughs> So. Anyway, I know we have, we have uh, lots of content, little time. So yep. what are your first thoughts on Eureka, content-wise? Right. Content-wise, I think, all right, so I know a lot of people are like, well, there's not a lot there. There's not a lot of meat there. I don't think that's true. I just think it's a different style of meat. <laughs> uh. What sort of meat are you talking about here? Because, you know, like I was playing another game earlier this week, and the first thing that I got was a piece of meat. A chunk so. of meat, so yeah. Uh, it's, it's, we're used to this being this spoon fed of instant gratification in this game, right? Like it's click a button, go to this thing. You're in this thing and you get levels like super fast, like palace of the dead. You do 10 things, but they go relatively quickly, right? Like in a palace of the dead run, right? You can just rerun the first 10 floors. They go really fast. You'll get your like a good farming amount of XP. You can just keep doing that. It's, it's a good solid route. You can, I mean, it's still longer, but you can do a, um, one of the new, uh, like MSQ dailies, and that'll net you a whole level. I mean, yeah, it's like 40 minutes of your time, but it nets you a whole level. Like, here, it's a different leveling system. It's slow, but not in a bad way. I don't think it's slow in a bad way. I think it's slow in the sense, like, if you did it solo, it's not It's not going to benefit the player. It's like it's, it's almost telling you, like, hey, if you really want to get the most out of this, you're going to have to talk to people and say, hey, how's it going? You're grouping up and killing things over here. Why don't I just throw you through? Let's just like join a party. And the first thing I saw there was that in a long time and something I haven't seen this game in a long time or any MMO really a long time was people in chat saying, hey, I looking for party. Uh, da, 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 come join this. I'm at this level. And I was just my mind was blown that people were interacting, socializing, joining parties to do to do this content. We have hunts. All right. Hunt spawns. Everyone goes, invite me, invite me, invite me. Yeah, but that's all they they, eh, eh, eh. Barely. I give you a a little bit, but it's not that. It's not like that, though. Like, I think people are actually chatting and talking and trying to, like, strategize and, like, hey, do you want, where do you want to go next? And, like, there's strategy. I'm really I'm hoping there's some strategy up in the higher levels. I have I, seen I, a little bit more complicated content, but yeah, so far it's been press button, kill, press button, kill. Hope that you get I, the fade I, on that. Well, I think as it goes up, right, I mean, I could be wrong. I know there's uh, like Para in chat. Uh, yeah, I've been doing this for three days and I hate myself. Level 15 so far. I love it, really. See, look, I, and like that's going to be one of those things where it's like the old school, like you, that old school content feeling. I've been at this for like three or four days. But you're getting somewhere. You're you're seeing. You're recouping something for it. You're getting something in return. It's you're working towards something. Um, that I feel like I I, I don't know. I, I dig it. I'm digging it so far. So that's what I feel content wise. What about you? I think it's really interesting the content. I think it's a little bit um, new still. I, I think there's some. Uh, we'll talk about the potential later. But I know that for right now, most of it seems pretty bland. I know that like a lot of the at least the the non um, 
notorious monsters that are there, just the regular spawns that are there, feel fairly boring. There's nothing too exciting. You pull them, you kill them. There's nothing that's really involved here. Um, even when we're looking at pathing and stuff, like when we were playing there that night, uh, we were kind of running through stuff that was way, way above us, but there wasn't really too much risk there. I know that you ended up dying at that point, uh, but we were able to run through a lot of stuff without alerting them, which, I mean, I like the idea behind that, but it just felt really, really easy compared to what it could have been. Like there was no real uh, need to be afraid that everything was so powerful at where we were. It, there were like if you paid attention and kind of watched how things went like we could easily go around and do things like it, there wasn't that much and this is a lot more towards the lower levels so i don't like in that sense i don't think that they've really done in, a lot in a group <laughs> so no, even outside of a group I, i've seen people that were not that high that have explored the whole map i don't know well you mean walking around but like i got punched in the back by a rock golem and that did not end well for me Oh yeah, if you get hit or if you get seen, you're screwed. You're gonna die. But oh yeah, I die. If you can avoid things, <laughs> yes, you did. Uh, if you can avoid things, it seems pretty okay. And I'm not sure if I completely agree with that necessarily. There should be areas that are dangerous that you have to be wary of that you just you can't go into until you're powerful enough. And and being able to Im- immediately go everywhere kind of defeats the purpose there. Uh, I also feel like there's a lot more room to, like, we have this uh, elemental level and we have this different abilities and different power-ups, but, and it does help, like, if you're stronger against certain enemies, you do a little bit more damage and things die faster, but it feels like they haven't really explored the system yet and they're just kind of starting with things. So I really hope that they keep improving on this. Like, it's a very, very basic system right now. It's not very impressive, but I do think that there's a lot of potential and i know like when we were talking about it when we were playing we were noticing like there's different weather patterns and those are really cool so what about stuff like dynamic spawns based on the weather or weather conditions that affect players like for example there's the whirlwinds everywhere and they don't do anything but if they were like some of the whirlwinds in bismarck for example they knocked you up and like moved you out a little bit it would add a little bit an extra level of, of danger and make it feel a little bit more like a real world as opposed to just another zone. That And that's true. Like I remember seeing the whirlwind. I was like, I'm going to run into that thing. That's the first thing I'm like, I'm going to run into it. Like I want to run into it. And it just was like, all right. I thought it was, if anything was going to knock me up or carry me like into like a mob and drop me right into one. And be like, damn it. <laughs> like, or do like damage or something like that. And I'm like, nope, just, just dissipated. Just, just like, oh, which yeah. It's a shame. If it, I felt like, oh, damn, they could have did something with that. That would have been cool. Right. Like it, they've made a lot of this towards that more old school, hardcore crowd, like with experience penalties and uh, level loss and all of those sorts of things. But then they do really, really simple things like not having their weather affect players or keeping things far enough away that you're not in too, too much danger. Like there's, there definitely needs to be a balance, but I feel like they've kind of gone at extremes on both ends, making things really, really safe, but also making things really, really difficult. And yeah. that just doesn't quite mesh well. Yeah, Especially they, like the beginning levels should be kind of like that, but as you progress higher, it shouldn't. Um, but it seems like that kind of is the same pattern used throughout. I would feel like I it would make, maybe not in the early areas, but like maybe later on or like the mids, uh, like to where those things, if weather change, like if it's raining, the monsters that are like, are water-based get stronger because it's raining. It's like they're getting, you know, like, hey, all right, you're going to really do some damage to take, you know, to, but I would think also in the same advert, like, the adverse is true. Like, if they're stronger, you get more XP out of them, so it makes the benefit, or there's, there, there's like, a higher chance of getting more, like, uh, protein crystals off of them. So there are things that I, we see as people who have played other MMOs that are like, man, they could just tweak these small things like I things. And we'll get into stuff that we, we've seen that people talked uh, about on our Twitter that other MMOs have done where they're like, man, I wish it did this. I was like, well, they other. Ah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Like, I, I you're right. Like there are there are like missteps like but that doesn't mean that it's not. Can't, it can't be added and, and changed in the future because as we know I hope as this grows it's something that they're not just changing the gear they're also changing 
the the content in Eureka as we go further. Um, so let's talk about the delivery. Um, uh, with I I mean I I don't I'm pretty sure everyone's unlocked it. I don't want to know. I mean I don't know. What do you feel like? Do we do? I don't want to spoil too much about it. I mean, like how do you feel? Like I know that like the story's still con continuing through as you level, so we're not going to spoil too much about it. Um, but I think the delivery was interesting. I think it's a, an interesting way to deliver that story to us um, and 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 give a reason for Eureka. Um, so I, I'm kind of hyped about that. It, ma it makes it like mixing. It makes the the story behind like the relic weapon a little more interesting for me this time. <laughs> yeah, like, I definitely like how they're presenting the story and they're giving it uh, some ties to existing content and existing questions that we've had. Uh, so in that sense, it's really nice to see that there's like a, a strong lore background here. There's a strong incentive to go out and do all of this. Um, yeah, it, it kind of remains to be seen, like especially with the relic weapon and everything. We know that it's a multi-patch effort. We're going to be seeing updates for the next three or four patches uh, until we get to 5.0 and uh, see what the, the conclusion is kind of. So we know that it's going to continue going over time. Um, Part of me is kind of iffy. Like, I like the the story that we're doing, but I kind of feel like that story shouldn't be part of this relic weapon. Like, I, I feel like that's something that should be open to more people. And relic weapons tend to not be like they, they tend to be very grindy, and not everyone ends up doing them. Um, so I'm kind of fifty fifty on that. Like, I really have interest in the story. I want to know what happens. I want to see what's involved because I really don't know a lot about the background of this. Um, Oh, it it but, was it was deliberate to put the story, and I'm gonna talk about the AF gear and delivery as well, like the dialable gear and, and delivery. But it's deliberate. It's a reason to say, like, hey, if you really want this story and you want this gear, you might want to do this content, which is a little shitty on their part. <laughs> right, and that's kind of what I mean. More of uh, there needs to be some sort of separation between certain amount. I, I think there should at least be some separation between certain pieces of content and certain. Uh, reward structures. So yes, we need to encourage people to come do Eureka, check it out, work out the bugs, improve it, figure out how it can be better and how it can be a really good piece of content. Uh, but at the same time, I don't think that we need to necessarily link that to uh, uh, like various pieces of rewards, like specifically we're locking like this lore and relic weapons and glamours behind end game excessively grindy content which now for better or worse is a thing but like i will say though i've seen some people with like 99 animus like 999 like stacks of like almost a thousand animus crystals already so there i'm pretty sure there are ways to like start boosting up what you're getting yeah, it wants, especially once you get to higher levels and you start doing a lot more of the Notorious Monsters, you will get uh, a lot faster accumulation of all these crystals and you'll be able to get the gear a lot faster. Um, it's more of... like One of the things that I really liked about other games is they have a wide variety of things that you can do and they allow you to um, explore the content on based on what you like to do. So, for example, if I really wanted to get... Um, and even Final Fantasy has done this in the past where if, like, if I wanted to grind for certain parts of my relic weapon, it'd be like, hey, you can go and do this from Fates. You can go and do this from PvP. You can do this from dungeon grinding. You can do this from raids. And it gave us options to do it from a whole bunch of different avenues. Um, however, with this, we're currently locked into you can only do this piece of content to get this stuff. And I think that's kind of a step backwards. I think that the content should be at least eventually opened up to a wide variety of places so that people, players aren't forced into one specific area because we don't know what's going to happen in a year from now. If a year from now we are doing other content, there's different content, or there's less people doing Eureka, we don't know how that's going to affect anything. And considering it's a very group-oriented piece of content, they it's going to be really difficult to do this if people aren't constantly running it. Yeah. Or more important, as people get up to max level and everyone's closer to level 20, then anyone who's coming in new is going to have a really hard time doing it because they can't find a group around their level and you can't group when you have that much of a, 
difference between levels. I I don't know if anyone's tried this yet. How what's what's the uh, over under on like a level twenty coming to help like a level one and getting like like zoom and don't get XP and stuff from it. You the level twenty or the level one? I would assume both. Because the level twenty is too, you're killing stuff that's way too low for it, and the level one wouldn't get anything because you have an overpowered person. Yeah, eight levels from Chili. All right, eight levels. Uh, that's not that's not too bad though. Eight levels is pretty decent. But you would get reduced XP at that as well, I believe. But even at eight levels, at a year from now, most people who have started right now will they're be not, at level yeah, twenty. They're twenty, yeah. Then, so that's what I'm saying. Like in a year. Anyone who starts the content brand new is going to be at a severe disadvantage and not be able to experience it. All right. So, so real quick, I do want to t- touch on the AF gear. I do agree with you. I think that locking it behind the content was a little shitty, like for just for the diable aspect of the gear, because there are people that are like, fuck, now I have to do this. And it, like we said, we have plenty of friends in the RP community that love the diable AF gear for the reasons of, you know, RP. But the, my 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 issue is with the stat item level numbers and stuff. You could tell like this was supposed to be in four point one, and they didn't take that in consideration and adjusted the stat weights for a four point two five drop, which kind of is a little that's an oversight. But at the same time, like I, I I do find it interesting that we're getting relic gear. Like that gear should change and grow and start looking cool and maybe glowy and stuff like that. Like that interests me. Like I hope that changes and grows. And I hope that they make the stat weights better in in the next patch drop. Um, to me, I feel like they can even do a, a, a fix with the damn item level, honestly, and make and bump it up and bump up the stats and all the gear. Because to me, I think that would make it a little more worthwhile for people. Because it, it's not only just the loot boxes people were complaining about. People were complaining about the stat weights. Like, what's the point of me doing this when I can just go run Bayako and get a better weapon? Or run uh extreme uh sig uh sigma scape sigma scape and and get the better weapons better arm like what's the point now to be fair there the flip side is like the people that are having issues running extreme bayako extreme sigma scape to get those weapons this would give you a little leg up on that content there is the ad like the flip side of that i can see both sides um but i'm still gonna err on the side of they made it they just they they it should have been a little bit higher. Like I think a 365 item level would have been nice or 365 at least, you know, or 360 somewhere within that, like a mesh range of like, all right, it's decent enough to get me into some content, decent enough to push me on some other things. And I still look at this dope stuff. Uh, but I don't know. There's, there's a misstep there, but let's talk about the tech behind it. Cause I think that the, the tech, Oh God. Quickly before we go to tech, I do want to make it clarify. Like I do enjoy this content. I think it's pretty awesome. I I like running this stuff. Uh, I do agree though. Like it, the you can tell that the it was expected to release this content earlier. Um, but yeah, even knowing that it should have been earlier, we and it should not quite be this level of content. I still am having a lot of fun with it, and I think it is really good that they've done it. Um, and that's because of the tech that they've put into this so far. Yeah. I, and I, and I agree with you. I, I, I had a blast. I was like, man, once we started rolling with a group, it was, it was a lot of fun, uh, to real quick. So to answer safe in chat. So basically if I'm not doing, getting anything away, so basically if I'm not getting anything, if I don't go in now safe, I would suggest if you want to start, I would start right now because the long term may not be benefit you. Um, and that's just saying, hey, that's that's even saying like looking looking back on all other content in this game, like people tend to move on. That's just the, the nature of MMOs. Um, people don't always tend to do content when it's past its prime. And specifically, like if you really, really, really want to farm it or do it really, really fast, you're always going to find it best when it's completely fresh. Like even if you look at resets, people do all of the reset content within the first few days. Like that's when you're going to find your alliance raids, your groups, your extreme trials. All of those are going to be done really, really fast after a reset because people want to get them done. Uh, likewise, when new content comes out, whether it be Palace of the Dead or uh, Eureka or uh, a new expansion, a new patch, a new dungeon, you're always going to see people massively running those a lot for the first few days, if not few first few weeks. Uh, so really, yes, now is going to be the best time and now will always be the best time to try out new content. Yeah. Uh, on the other side though, if you don't mind 
waiting a little bit longer or you don't want to do it right now, I don't think you're going to completely miss out, especially if you have an FC or a number of people that are also interested in doing that content later or will do it with you later because you really can still do that on your own at whatever pace you want to do. You're just not going to get the massive groups and, and farming that you see uh, when content's first released. So it really is going to be a case of, you know, do it now, get the 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 speed in because you'll get it right away, or wait and but you're gonna to have to coordinate with other people. Yeah. All right. So, uh, tech. I the tech for this is pr- pretty amazing. I I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing. This is a big step for Final Fantasy 14, at least in my eyes, com- coming from a certain other MMO. Yeah, so this isn't actually something that I I even kind of picked up until we were having a conversation on Twitter the other day, and uh, someone made the question, or made the, uh, let's see here, Uh, we were talking actually with uh, She Heals I Tank, and they mentioned that they didn't mind the grind, but think the wart reward should be better, the relic should be 370 at this part of the patch, in their opinion. Uh, We had some back and forth conversations on that. around like why it might have been pushed back and a few other people also made comments around like it really like i don't see why it should be pushed back it it wasn't really that much content or that different content like it's a different leveling system and all that so at that point i kind of sit down i was like when you actually think about what they released there's a lot of content here and a lot of technology behind that yeah it wasn't it wasn't something that could have been like you could tell that it wasn't the gear that held him up. It was literally the tech that probably was like, man, because if you didn't have this go in tested or, or at least polished enough to where it is, it would have been it would have been not not good. It would have been not not bueno. So right. And and the, so, the God. No, go ahead. Sorry. All right. I'm still so, looking for my tweet. Oh, God. All right. Uh, the all right. So. The if you imagine the tech that went into this, the the ability to have this cross now is it wasn't cross data center, but it was cross at least uh well it was cross data center server, but only one data center. Yeah, but still, that's a massive amount, of, massive, and I mean a lot of people, a lot of people in a in a in a uh, center of 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 gaming PVE style gaming. That is that you can group, ungroup, go solo, not go solo, pick up, drop party, um, have a quest insisting system in there, have offenders and all this stuff in in something we haven't had in the game before like that, which is amazing. It's really it's really cool tech that they're they're dropping in here. So it's not something that we've seen in the game. Yeah, it's other parts of like, oh, we've had dungeons and we've had, you know, instance content. Yeah, that's cool, but not on this level with this kind of stuff in it. Um, so I could see why they pushed it back because I guarantee they've had they had, they were having issues with like the amount of people stressing it. And so let's see what they could do. Like that stuff could easily break the first day. Like which would I the one thing I, I saw tweets and, and comments and Reddit, everyone was saying talking about the content itself not one person said this shit is broken <laughs> not one yeah. person this not one person said this is not working yeah so when we were talking I, I kind of broke it down we have a new leveling system which doesn't seem impressive but it's pretty new considering that we have to deal with xp loss level loss various different leveling different rates of leveling all of that sort of stuff we have the Megia system that allows us to do the whole elemental thing. That has to be factored into combat. Plus, you have to have the whole new pieces of UI information stored around all that. We have a completely new open area. It's a massive zone. It, it is instanced, but it's instanced across an entire data center, not just an, uh, a single server, which allows you to do a whole bunch of different things. Uh, you can queue across whatever server you are, join you can do your, as you mentioned, the partying system, you have quest systems, uh, combat, messaging, tells. Like We haven't had a lot of these systems in the game before. Like We're starting to see uh, cross-server uh, friends, cross-server messaging, uh, cross-server link shells, and now we're starting, now we're seeing uh, a cross-server uh, zone or yeah. area, open world area. 
Yeah. And this is something that can hold lots and lots of people as well. And lots of people on screen at the same time doing combat. Like uh, the notorious monsters get some crazy times. And I know like, my sound just stopped at one point because there's just too many spell effects going on. It was yeah. all, all you heard was that like when you get to a crowded area, you just heard the crowded area sound, not like yeah. combat sound. Which was amazing, like and like I think I was checking my now I run a 1080 and an i7 core, so my my game usually runs and I'm running at 144 hertz. I'm running about 70 to 80 fps on average, like which is great. Like my game is smooth, it looks amazing. I ran what like 40 fps during the NM, and I was still smooth. Like I like I didn't get any jitters, like no slow combat. It was just a blob of like like combat light was going off. That was it. But it was pretty crazy. Like I'm pretty sure if I turned down like my, my spell effects, my combat spell effects, it probably would have been up to 60 fps. But I didn't notice anything. I didn't notice a drop. I didn't notice any lag. I mean, did you notice any lag when that happened when we were fighting the NM? No, like I definitely noticed that there was a reduction in frame rate but like it was still really really smooth and like i'm running a 1080 ti so there really shouldn't be any issues with that um but yeah there's just a lot going on all at once and it was pretty stressful in the system but it still handled it really well yeah uh, um, i think sorry go ahead no i was gonna say and like and speaking of the tech part of it like like a lot of this tech is something i've seen already having come from world of warcraft like wrath of the lich king which was Oof. Uh, I can't see it's my green screens behind it. Like, I don't know, like five, one, two, those are like, it was their third expansion. So as of, of many, many moons ago, <laughs> 2009, somewhere around there. Yeah. And uh, I mean, that's when they started sharding. Like that's when they started their like, Hey, we can phase and do this phasing technology. And, you know, they started really ramping it up and, and, you know, eventually, and I and I said this, I said this in our tweet frame. It was amazing tech because eventually, what it did for World of Warcraft, and a lot of players even said, "Hey, I'm on a smaller server. My my server's dead." So what they did was that they started auto sharding smaller servers into each other without having to shut servers down. And all of a sudden, you saw people in zones leveling on smaller zones. You saw people all over the world again populating zones that were dead. It was amazing. It was the tech that I'm like, man, this this could do wonders for for Final Fantasy because there are a lot of zones where there's nobody in them anymore because nobody's that level or people are like and you think of a new player like I'm out here killing raptors. Boop, just me. No problem. But imagine seeing like actual people out there again and they're on different servers, but it's just blending in and there's no like there's no phase to you because it's like that's just another player and I can add them as a friend. And 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 this tech is proving that Final Fantasy is getting there, or and they're close. You could tell that they're getting close. I'm not so sure necessarily how close they are. Um, and I, guess I mean, if they, of, you know, I hope 5.0, re, 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 you know, realistically 6.0. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I, like, so I guess it kind of gets into our final topic with potential here, and uh, particularly, like, we can see or at least I'm seeing the beginnings of uh, a lot of really interesting new technology that's bringing in here. We have massive open world zones that can support large number of players across servers that allow us to uh, do everything that you can in normal open world, uh, whether it's chat or you can uh, do form parties, do quests, all that sort of stuff. And seeing that that technology is now existing, even though it is fairly primitive at this point, um, it shows that we can, or that they are working on this sort of thing. And we've heard from the in the past when they've been working on things like cross-server tells and cross-server uh, friend requests and link shells. Uh, and we've also heard topic, talk of cross-server FCs and other things like that. Uh, with this, I think it's one step closer and it just kind of shows what they can do across servers with holding massive zones that can handle all this sort of stuff. So with this change, I think we're seeing the beginnings of what they can use to test and to prove that they can actually do uh, something similar to a phasing system, that, like the sharding system that Warcraft does, or even a more prim primitive level of it, allowing us to have a whole bunch of zones that are cross-server. And it might not automatically switch between them, uh, such as uh, the sharding system in Warcraft, uh, but it might allow you to switch between 
different ones and they might be shared across an entire server, um, even if it is a manual process. And that technology is just one step closer to something that might be even even more interactive or, or less um, involved just with that auto sharding thing that allows you to kind of switch in and out of different areas. Uh, we could also see potential with this, like this could also lead towards having uh, areas where the uh, zone lines may be a little bit more blurred. So uh, like uh, certain games when you just kind of go to a certain area and you kind of walk through it and it just automatically transitions you to the next zone without having a loading screen or, or having click through or anything. So I think that this as a piece of content is really, really interesting, but as a technological testing bed, uh, which is something that players probably don't think about as often and might not pay attention to. I think it's really, really interesting to consider that angle of it as well. Yeah. It, I mean, let, let's think about it. Like something that uh, She Heals I Tank dropped was that I would love to see a, a, a full um, like zone, right? A full PvP zone that we can go in. And they, they mentioned Grand Companies. It doesn't have to be Grand Companies, but... WoW had this, and like I said, and I, I even mentioned it, like, hey, Wrath of the Lich King had something like that. And I know a lot of people are like, he's always talking about Warcraft in this episode. But no, it's, I mean, it's, it's, you got to understand, I'm using that as a basis for what is the potential. Like, you want to, Yoshi P, and I will say this, Yoshi P knows the devs at World of Warcraft. He talks to them. I think he's made mention of it recently, I think. Even recently, he's talked to them about, like, cr like sharding and, cr like, he's gone to them for questions he's had about, hey, how does this work? What do you, like... And Blizzard is the very company that will always share their ideas and how their tech works. They are not like, hey, we're not sharing our secrets. I, they probably have certain rights to certain tech, but they're not they're not going to shy away from like, hey, you know, if you need help with this, like this is kind of like how we did it. Um, a massive PvP zone is totally t possible. And uh, one thing was, uh, I, I cannot, all right, jeez. <laughs> and uh, one thing... Which was fun for me, Wrath of the Lich King was Wintergrasp, and Wintergrasp was an amazing zone. It, you had the Horde and Alliance, like every couple hours, I think it was every four hours, the the zone would reset, and then it was a massive battle with siege weapons and everybody fighting each other, and whoever gained control of the the center, like the center area, got access to the dungeon there for four hours, and it was great. And everybody would queue. There was four like elemental lords in there, and they dropped this dope dope mountain there it was great it was so much fun and it was this thing that was like every four hours you'd go out there and be like let's fight let's hold it down <laughs> and uh it was great it was just like this and it was oh even if you were on a pve server it, it like it still let you beat your chest and say our like our faction was better because we like just we just held it down for four hours and like screw you guys but then then the other faction would get all pissed off and then like bring more people out for winter grant and like it was, it was so much fun and it's entirely possible. And if you make if if they start looking at that stuff, people can start getting these things like these massive open PvP zones that everybody can take advantage of. And it could be a grand company against grand company against grand company. And it would could change, you know, every or you can do it something like, hey, everybody sign up for a team and it'd be like two factions and you know, whoever got access to like a bonus or or dungeon or whatever the case is. As long as you made the time reset really reasonable, like four hours is really good because if I was at work, you would notice the time change. If I was at work, the Alliance had it during the day and the Horde had it at night. It, made, it was really funny because you tell, like, and they, that, that always came up the old, like, oh, the Horde's all adults. Well, <laughs> um, so it's it was pretty interesting tech. And, it, and, it, and to see that here, to see, like, this massive zone, like, this massive continent of, of content, oddly enough, is pretty awesome and, and then i also like the idea that all right you can kill these mobs to unlock this nm and then you kill this nm and then kill these mobs and unlocks this new and like this chain of nms fates and you could you can and someone unlocking and and and, and dropping fafnir of all of final fantasy creatures fafnir just appears and you're just like well gonna fight fafnir that's really cool i like the idea of like these like having the people that figure took the time to say, wait a minute, I can start killing this guy. Oh, it's unlocking this. And then it's unlocked. like the people that started taking that time to figure out and start like looking at like, oh, dude, if I start doing this and then doing this and starts unlocking, like I keep noticing I'm locking n &M, So like imagine like once they figure it all out and they figure out the chain and then you really start rocking 
man, there is so much potential in here. And here are some things that I think they can add, incredibly add, right? Uh, I would love to see, uh, like we have these style quests every once in a while, quests that don't give you any hints. You have to do a little bit of reading and figure it out. I would love to see some old school style MMO questing. That wouldn't be such a terrible thing. There is some of that in the game right now. If uh, I believe in um, the, mach- the machinery, the uh, where you go talk to uh, uh, the lovely old lady, I forget her name. Um, Matoya. Matoya. Uh, her brooms all have quests that are all very like you have to read it or else you're not going to find out. We just did one for um, uh, uh, Little Ladies Day. There was a quest where you had to read and get a picture. I would love to see more of those, and those can give you like pro- the the protein crystals or give you animus crystals, and and let it be a long quest chain. EverQuest was a good example of this, uh, where they had these long quest chains and quests you actually had to read what was being said and figure it out. And some of them were riddles. I would love to see that. It would make the content a little bit more than killing. I think that would be a great step up in the next section. Uh, I would also like to see, um, like uh, the like the, the, we had the emergency missions. I would love to see emergency missions on on that island. That'd be great. I think that would be an awesome, like, hey, emergency, like, all of a sudden, like, hey, there's, like, this ti- like this dinosaur heading towards such and such area, like, go and stop it, and everybody works, it's kind of, in like, a traveling fate that all of a sudden pops up, like, a little bit Monster Hunter-esque, and it would be really cool, uh, it would, I, I think that it's stuff that they can start adding, looking at, like, if they're, like, I don't, like, I in, in, initially, you want to put out the, the content, right, like, initially, you want to say, all right, let's, let's do this. Put it out there for everybody and get the feedback that we need. And they, you clearly, they made the hot fix on the loot boxes. Uh, Shuri did uh, right. Almost all the new items from loot boxes are untradeable. If I get a duplicate orchestrian rolls, glamour items, etc., I can't share it with friends or try to make go off of them. To me, that's the worst thing about nobody's really talking about. But they did. They made that hot fix, and all of a sudden, that stuff is tradable now. It is. It is. You can. You can give it to your friends. You can sell it. It is totally optional now for the, that. See. That's what I'm saying. Like it, they can make these hot fixes, they can make these changes, but they can also look at and, and hear what other people are saying and say, like, hey, you know, it'd be really cool if you still did like the emergency missions, if you did this, or you added old school type questing to the zone and make it not just killing. I do enjoy the partying. I, I enjoy that immensely. I think that's a great feature. I think the idea of making it a little bit tougher so people are actually kind of into into uh, into partying is really good. Ruby, uh, Rubicon Vale from, uh, and I didn't want to read his because he did make a good point. Because uh, if you don't know, Ruby just uh, just uh, is is a new father, so he has a little bit less time on his hands. So I I could honestly see it from his point. I'd honestly like to see something that can help benefit solo players, like a light farm key item that spits out X number of crystals when full. I'm not complaining about the grind, but an additional dynamic would be nice for all players, and that's I think what Shen and I. Potentially, that's where the potential is, would like to see, is another dynamic to this. Um, the content is... them, actually. Yeah, that, we do. And, and I mean, you know, talking about guys coming from the old school, <laughs> we played some old school MMOs, and uh, they did a lot of interesting things back then. I think that that would be really interesting to do here. Um, I think Eureka is a good stepping stone to what could be very awesome content for this game. Um, you know, I've always said, you know, oh, you know, introduce me to the content in UFCP that is new and different from MMO. I have to give them credit. This is pretty new and different for a current gen MMO. Um, I, 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 round of applause. I got to give them credit. I really do. I think they kind of knocked it out of the park, even though a lot of people may disagree with me. I think that the potential's here. Now, the question is what they do with it in the next patch. And when they add the next fa- step of the phase, that's when we're really that's when they really need to show off. They need they 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 set what they did right now is they set the pins. They look good. Now they got to knock them down. So, uh with that being said, uh Shin, do you have any closing thoughts on Eureka? I do. And this is one comment that we've made a number of times, both in this podcast on Twitter and elsewhere. Um, and I wanted to clarify a little bit about referring to this as kind of more old school or hardcore content. Um, we mentioned this a lot and kind of compare it back to stuff like EverQuest or Final Fantasy XI or uh, other games from that era of time. But really, uh, we're, it, it's not that related like it, it 
capture some of the elements of those games and, and that era, but it's really not the same. Uh, and I think it's a really important distinction to make because a lot of people want to re-experience Final Fantasy XI. They want to re-experience EverQuest. They want to experience that old school gaming stuff. But if you really want that sort of stuff, you have to go back and play those old games because that content, like it, if you try to re-implement that exactly as you do it today, you'd have no one playing Eureka right now. Uh, case in point, I, I've been back playing some older games and uh, I spent uh, I, I spent about three hours this past week playing. Uh, about 40 minutes of that was trying to figure out a name for the character creator because my options for character creator were one of eight different faces, uh, which would not fly today at all in any game. Uh, there, uh, then my next hour, I started in uh, a city and I spent an hour wandering around the city because I couldn't figure out how to get out. There is no map, there are no directions, and I just couldn't figure it out. So I said, screw it, and decided to restart again and uh, how to create another name. And started in a completely different city, which I was slightly familiar with. So I managed to get out of that city and I finally got to start killing things because, you know, there wasn't any quests around that were easy that I knew how to get. So I just walked out of the city and started killing things. And I could kill one thing every like two or three minutes, maybe. And doing that, I, after a whole solid hour, I managed to just hit level two. I have two spells Wait this is not old school content by any means you are out there grinding and killing massive mobs of things you are doing things fast you have tons of abilities you have modern uis you have modern a lot of things it feels kind of like that old content but it's not and I think that's a really uh, strong statement against or for like all of these people that really want old school mechanics. And it's no, you want to get the feeling that you had back when you first played MMOs. You don't want the really old, terrible uh, experiences that we had back then. He's not wrong. I I also I also <laughs> may have been. At, uh, Hey, I'm doing a thing. I'm like, oh, maybe I should do the thing. And I started doing the thing. And I'm just like, fuck eight faces. I'm like, and I started thinking like, God damn, this would not fly today. And I completely agree with my co-host and friend here. Because uh, it is, it is not, it is not what you think it is. I mean, granted, Final Fantasy XI had way more, like even for, I think compared to, to, EQ Final Fantasy 11 had way up on the like wow you can actually really design a character <laughs> and, and stuff like, and the requests and like but what you know should be fair if we look at timelines uh EverQuest released back in 1999 Final Fantasy 11 was 2002 EverQuest 2 and World of Warcraft are both 2004 mm-hmm. so really like Final Fantasy 11 is much closer in age to EverQuest 2 World of Warcraft than it is to EverQuest West 1, yeah. Even though, and also, like, we know that EverQuest 11 was based on EQ1, but they had more time to figure out, like, they could look at the expansions that dropped for EQ1 (laughs) and say, all right, well, that's a better, well-rounded game. Uh, For us, it's, it's, I, you know what? Just wait for the stream. (laughs) Just you know, look for. Please look forward to it. You'll you'll see what we're talking about. Maybe this weekend. <laughs> it's it's gonna be a hell of a thing. <laughs> gonna be one hell of a thing. That's one word. Yeah. Woo. Oh, you know what? Before I forget, I forgot one piece of community news, and I would be such a jerk if I didn't mention it. Tomorrow is the semifinals for uh, for uh, blitzball. So. Uh, Dylan, Dylan's gonna be streaming. You'll, we'll, you know, it'll be live here. It'll be, you'll see it on our channel. So come, come watch. Support Balmung. Support the Blitzball teams. Support the good cause. It's all, it's all awesome. Are are the Guild Turtles still in? 
Uh, Para's in chat. Para can probably answer that. Uh, but Para did. Oh, before I go, I uh, it's not being fixed until the end of the month. Para, uh, letting me know that the hot fix won't come until the end of the month for the loot boxes. So hold on to your loot boxes. Hold on. Do not open your loot boxes. I know what you're thinking. I could have a potential minion sitting in that loot box, and I, it doesn't have air holes. <laughs> but just hold on to it. I promise you, you'll you'll. Uh, no, apparently the guild turtles lost, but like any good evil rich team, they should have lost. So. Yeah, I was going to say cheer for whoever's against the guild turtles, but <laughs> I guess you can't do that now. So cheer for somebody. Yeah. You can't cheer. You can't cheer for uh, the, the Maelstrom team anymore. Yeah, Coben Crusher. Uh, listen, the Bucks sad lost out in the first, but come on. Great, great gals. The Bucks. They got the next next time. Next time, yeah. Uh, so my closing thoughts are that I agree. I completely agree with my co-host on this. Is that it's it's it gives you a little bit of that a taste. It gives you a taste of the old school with new school uh, filling. If that makes any sense. <laughs> um, that's what I want. That's yeah. Like that makes sense. <laughs> I always want a little bit of that old school filling. Like yeah, old school. <laughs> I guess we got our show title, Old School Filling. My only question about that is, is it custard flavored? <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Is it, the real question is, is it better than a boyfriend? <laughs> um, so with that being said, speaking about being better than a boyfriend, come join us on Gregamesh. Gilga, Greg? Gilgamesh. Come join us on Gilgamesh, the Domina de Umbra. Umbra the title fc we just we've been i have been personal on my little uh, like let's let's recruit all the peoples all the flowers and 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 sproutlets around and uh get them to join and i've 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 gotten a few people i i even i i got a new person to join all the way up in, from canada i got another canadian in the fc i can't wait <laughs> got you <in> a friend <laughs> There's more than just us as Canadians. There's just like multiple Canadians in this FC. There are a lot. They're of not all. There. Most of the Canadians aren't living in Canada. Surprisingly. It's surprisingly. <laughs> this one is though. This one is actually living in Canada. So different. I don't know. But if you are interested in joining, if you want to hang out with us, if you were just like, man, I just want to see what they're about. It's actually pretty much the same show, just not with the cameras on. <laughs> pretty much. Much better. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> I don't think it's much better. It's probably way raunchier, honestly. <laughs> yeah, if it's the same show without the cameras on, it's much better. Oh, are, we're handsome men. No? <laughs> no? Just, I guess I'm not going to get an answer. I, <laughs> I was going to ask for a show of hands of how many people watched, <laughs> actually watched the whole episode or just have it on in the background, but I don't want to know the answer. Maelstrom hmm. Radio After Dark. We should do an After Dark show one day. One day. I mean, that's really what just our FC chat is. Yeah, it's deep dark. <laughs> you have to come to our FC chat in order <laughs> yeah, after to be dark. After dark. Yeah, uh, and that's that's yeah. Well, that's it. I know Shin's got to Shin's got to go soon, so I don't want to hold him up anymore. He's got a he's got a cookie date. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm uh, uh huh. All right. <laughs> Anyways, you can yeah. find us weekly on Fridays around 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Sometimes we'll do a little bit earlier at 6 p.m. Pacific. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher. Uh, you can find all the links for those on our blog at maelstromradio.com. They should be posted by Monday at 7 a.m. every single week for the prior week's episode. Uh, you can email us if you want to send us co questions, comments, concerns, especially concerns, uh, show at maelstromradio.com. Both of us get that. Feel free to send us. Uh, you can join our Discord. Uh, our links are on the website and on our Twitter, which you can find us at twitter.com slash maelstrom underscore radio. Uh, those links have been changed now. They lead to a text channel. You won't automatically be dropped into voice. You're welcome. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash maelstromradio, or finally here every week on Twitch. We're streaming. Well, Flatus is streaming. I show up for the show. Uh, Twitch.tv slash maelstromradio. That's it. All right. Uh, so, Shin, do you want to say goodbye to everybody? Goodbye, everybody. I mean, after all of that, it's, it's much less, it's very underwhelming.
It's okay. I promise it'll be fine. All right, well, we're gonna do this and this. And bye-bye. I wanna thank each and every one of you that came out, each and every one of you on Twitter that had that conversation with us this week. Um, it's good to get the opinion of the community uh, because sometimes Shin and I just are on the same page with things. I think that kind of happened this week, but that's fine. I like getting differing opinions. I want to say uh, thank you all, all of you, because you're all amazing. Uh, but I will leave you with this. Go run Eureka. Go find some friends and Phil uh, C. Small is all. Keep listening. Maelstrom Radio is a production of MaelstromRadio.com, Blackfire Media Productions. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Opening theme provided by Benjamin Anthony James. You can find more of their music over at SoundCloud.com forward slash Ben773. Our outro is provided by Sodo. You can find more of their music over at SoundCloud.com forward slash Sodo. Views and opinions expressed on this episode are of those of Maelstrom Radio and their hosts, and do not reflect the views and opinions of Square Enix. And until C swallows all, keep listening.